Welcome, and thank you for listening today. This Caregiver Life podcast focuses on caregivers from all walks of life. Throughout the episode, we will hear from caregivers on the front line, those who do the day-to-day, sometimes hour-to-hour caregiving. We will also hear from care recipients, professionals in the field of caregiving, and other various topics of interest to those living this caregiver life. Hi, Mayor. Hi, Jen. How are you today? Pretty good. Self-care Monday. I know there's like a thing, like it should be like all the S's, like self-care Sunday, right? Because <laughs> it kind of has that movement, but it's self-care Monday. That's how I do it around here. And I like that. Uh, that's certainly a better take on Monday than most people have. True. Well, for me, then there's nobody around in the supermarket. <laughs> <laughs> I had three-hour conference call Monday. Oh God, was it painful? And well, yeah, it was a lot, but it was good. Um, and I have to say that the email gods have been good to me lately because you know I didn't open up my email and have more than a hundred this morning, so that was good. Oh, when you have a hundred, does it mean you have a hundred that you must respond to, or or can you trash a lot of them? Oh yeah, I trash most of them unless somebody unless there's a specific call to action in an email or a really good coupon. It's going in the trash. Oh, good. Well, that's good, but it just takes time. Yeah, and I, you know what? I have uh, settings in my email, and this is this is kind of a pro caregiver tip that actually sort my emails before they come in. So certain emails go into folders and not directly into my inbox, and then I can read them later when I have time. So those coupons that I don't want to miss are one and. Um, that does help keep the feed kind of like just the main feed kind of clean. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. You being all this organization talk, it reminded me why I wanted to do the quickie podcast today. Okay, good. I like the idea that we're doing this. We probably should do um, them periodically, little quickie tips. Yeah, quickie tip. So I have a quickie tip today, and it's based on something I got for Christmas. Uh, I received an Amazon Echo Show, so it's an Alexa-enabled Amazon product called Echo Show. It looks like a tiny television, and you can talk to it like other Alexa devices, so I can say, Alexa, tell me the weather, or Alexa, I'm looking for a lemon bar recipe. And because it's a, a little monitor, it'll, it can show videos. You can see a picture of the recipe. It's really handy. I love that. I have one too. So I think you're more handy at it than I am. I've been playing around with it. Now it does other things. You can get those uh, smart light bulbs and little devices around your house if you want it to dim your lights or um, turn on your um, your baby monitor or you know you can do sprinkle you do all kinds of things right obviously I'm not well versed in that because I don't have any peripheral devices yet we have the peripheral devices what do we have we have because we've had um the Alexa we've had like the echo the echo oh. for a while we have two of those and we have lights that are on them. So we can say, Alexa, turn the corner light on. Alexa, turn the street light on. We just you have to name them stuff. And then we have one that goes on um, the thermometer in the house. I like so it. Before I go to bed, 
because our bedroom has a different setting, a different system. But before I go to bed, I say, Alexa, turn the temperature to 66 degrees. And she'll whisper to you if you say it quiet. Have you tried that? Um, I haven't, but I like that. My kids have um, Alexa and they have a new baby. So I'm going to try that over there on there sometime. And um, if they probably already know that because they use it to control all kinds of things. But that's that's a cute tip. It's kind of creepy almost, though, because you say, Alexa, turn the heat to 66 degrees. And she says, I turned the heat to 66 degrees. It's a little creepy. Well, Alexa can do some other things that I think people might think are creepy. And I sort of stumbled upon this because I began thinking we also have some dots, some of those echo dots, the little round ones. Um, and I was thinking, gosh, you know, I could probably use this uh, for like caregiving responsibilities. So to Alexa, give me a reminder to give medication to my care recipients or Alexa, remind me tomorrow to call the pharmacy. And um, so then I started getting prompts from Alexa about something that's already built into it. And it's called Care Hub. I didn't know about that. I didn't either. So I asked Alexa to tell me more. And she started telling me about Care Hub, which is free. I want to start by saying this. And I also, I guess we should have said this at the top of the hour. We're not getting any money from Amazon to talk about this. <laughs> we don't get money from anyone, just so everybody knows. <laughs> okay. um, we do this because we want to share our experiences, caregivers, and, and hope that other caregivers feel some comfort from the things we share, or will jump in and send us messages about things that they, good tips they have to share as well. There you go. So obviously, if you're listening to this and you have Alexa tips, we want you to let us know. We'll put them on our Facebook and share them um, in the show notes. We'll put them on our website. Uh, but during my exploration of Care Hub, I, I discovered it's free. I was like, my gosh, the best things in life are free. Um, and that if you have a care recipient that has an Echo, you can use the Alexa app, which you, you need to download that to use these devices, right? So you can use the app um, on your phone to do things with your care recipient. Now, this isn't going to every caregiver isn't going to use this as much as a caregiver like me who doesn't live with their caregiver, with their care recipient. But you know, there are lots and lots of caregivers that don't live with the person they take care of with their loved one. Mm -hmm. um, or you're at work, you're doing whatever, you're out getting groceries, you're doing all the things that we have to do in life and your care recipient is, is at home and they have the Echo device there. Mm -hmm. So you can actually use the app to check on your loved one if you want to. Um, you can get notifications of the activity on their Echo. Um, and it's not gonna be specific, okay? I wanna make this clear. It does protect the care recipient's um, independence mm -hmm. and their privacy. So you can set it up where you can see their activity. So it'll show you that they checked the weather at nine o'clock. Then they watched entertainment at two o'clock in the afternoon. Um, but 
you can also actually set up alerts for your loved one to um, feed the dog, to take their medicine. I mean, there's lots of really useful, just everyday things. Um, and so I like that you can check how they're doing without seeing exactly what they're doing, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I like that. So it's not like you're spying on their every move, which is That's important, right. right? Because it gives them the independence, but especially if you're like you are, you caregive from thousands of miles away and, and there's a lot of- um... It's only 866. <laughs> oh, okay. It feels it's hundreds of miles away. But in our family, it's thousands of miles away. Like my mom is thousands of miles away. Well, um, the other thing that the care recipient, if you if you share this information with them and you say, we're going to use Care Hub and it's free and it's great and I'm not going to invade your privacy, but I'll be able to give you reminders and check on you. And you can ask Alexa to call for help. So they, you can set it up where your loved one can just say, call for help, Alexa, call for help, and that it will contact you. And then you can do something really amazing. You can drop in on their Echo device. That's really cool. Now, does, does Jamie have one? Uh-huh. Have you tried it with them? Not yet, because we need to have that caregiver independent care recipient conversation. Gotcha. Um, just to make sure that everybody's on the same page. But um, I like that, especially after surgery or um, if you're going to be apart for extended periods of time. So like during COVID, there've been long periods of time where I couldn't be with my care recipient. Um, I also like it when they're going through a transition with new health aids or, you know, when you just they're just times when you need to have more touch than others. Mm -hmm. And I also learned that, um, well, I just learned from you that Alexa can whisper, but um, I didn't know that um, Alexa can, um, you can tell her to speak more slowly, which is important for our care recipients a lot of times. Mm -hmm. It is. I didn't yeah. know that she could speak more slowly either. You could she probably get to know your fast. voice. She does get to know your voice. Yes. So I can say, um, Alexa, thank you. And she'll say, sure thing, Mary. And she knows my voice. <laughs> um, so another thing that your, your loved one can do is that, um, so like I said, you can see that they access entertainment, but it's not going to tell you that they listen to smooth jazz all day or, <laughs> mm. um, but your loved one can, at the end of the day, they could say, Alexa, delete everything I said today. Oh. Or they could say that it, maybe they asked Alexa a question. They're like, I really want that to be private. They could say, Alexa, delete what I just said. Interesting. I like that too. And I know I like, I, I was thinking about care hub because of all the cool things that it does like to be a caregiver, like calling for help and medication reminders. But the truth is that you, you know, I want, we all, I think want our care recipient to have privacy and independence for as long as possible. Yeah. I'm kind of thinking about how that could apply 
in our situation, when Tom is in the bedroom and he needs help, he's on his bed, um, taking a rest in the afternoon and he needs help. We do have a dot in our room, an echo dot in our room that could put it by his bed because you have to speak loud to it. So we can't speak loud enough to it because it's too far away. She can't pick it up, but I could put it next to him. So instead of having like a bell to get my attention, Mm -hmm. He can, he does have it on his phone, but when he's using eye gaze, we're probably getting a little deep here, but if he uses the eye gaze with ALS is a, not an uncommon thing to use when you can't use your hands or you can't speak so well, you have a, um, like an iPad type of the tablet that you eyes will track letters and words to, and you could use, you could have the Alexa app on that where he yeah, can you can use a feature when you have multiple devices like that. And, you know, maybe you're upstairs, you know, you're having some quiet time and they fall or they're not feeling, they're feeling lightheaded um, mm -hmm. or they, they're hungry, whatever it is. Um, you, they can use the drop-in feature um, and you can actually, they can speak to all the other devices. Mm -hmm. And it's, so good. Uh, it's such a, a good thing to do two it it is it is capable of two-way conversation so um he could say drop in on the kitchen and then alexa would say okay i'm connected to the kitchen and then he could say mayor since you're in the kitchen uh can you grab me something i think my you know i think my blood sugar is low mm, that's so good now we should we could ask um larry gary if she'll do a um a few minute recording of how she uses it because she does use it. She does use it to talk to other rooms where her son is if she needs help. You can, um, I don't know if you have AT&T, but you can also, um, you can connect it to your AT&T account. So if let's say you were out for a run, you could, you know, call mayor's cell while you're out for a run and could send you a, an actual message if they couldn't get to their phone. Oh yeah, they can do that. We haven't called a physical therapist sometimes. Sometimes yeah. the physical therapist calls Tom with it. Sometimes the physical therapist sends Tom a joke on it. I love that. I have my Alexa tell me jokes, which is fun. Um, there's a couple of, there are some restraints. You can't call 911, but you can set up an emergency contact. So you could That's make good. somebody, you can make somebody else in your family an emergency contact also. Um, and you can only have one care recipient on it. So unfortunately, if you care for your mom who lives out of state and you also have, you know, multiple devices in your house and you want to be able to communicate with your loved one that's in your home that you care for, as of right now, you can't do that. But I, knowing Amazon, they're probably working on it. Yeah, we could, we could send them some feedback. We could tag them in um, the show notes. Oh, yeah, I think we should um, tag them on LinkedIn. This would be a really good podcast to share on LinkedIn, I think. <laughs> That's true. I, um, I Maybe I'll take the transcripts and share it, but write up a little blog. Uh, I It's something that it's one of those things that could take a few little tasks and make them easier. Mm -hmm. And it's things like that, that that make this caregiver life a little more tolerable. I love it. Thanks for sharing that today.
Appreciate yeah. it. Well, you know, anytime I think that we can use technology to make caregiving easier, I think we should give it a shot. And it's not for everyone, but um, once I discovered this care hub and realized it was free, I thought, where, where have you been all my life? <laughs> care hub, where have you been? But I, I love it because I do like to go out um, for a run. And um, I like I like to know that Tom could get in touch with me without actually having to dial his phone. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's that's uh, Alexa Care Hub in a nutshell. I hope that if you're listening, you're able to put this in action. You know, these devices have gotten really affordable. Um, we'll put some links in the show notes, of course. Obviously, um, you you know, you have, sometimes you have to invest in technology. Sometimes you have to invest in caregiving. Yep. I love it. Well, maybe if you contact Amazon, if you can't afford it, maybe they have a grant available. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe you have a friend that's not using one. Uh, sometimes people, they buy with the dot and then they want the show. And uh, so you never know, ask around, post on your Facebook page, say, Hey, I'm looking for a, an Alexa device. If you have an extra one and uh, it's going to help me with my caregiving. There's a, you know, there's always somebody out there that wants to help. Great. Thanks for the tip today, Jen. Yeah, thanks for uh, joining me. And everyone, thanks for listening. We, we uh, look forward to bringing you more product recommendations and also some book reviews in these little uh, sort of short, quickie podcasts. All right. Till the next time. Till next time, Mayor. I'm the big C. What is the big C? I'm here to tell you about skin cancer. Skin cancer is the cancer you can see. If we see something new, changing, or unusual, that could be skin cancer. Is there a skin cancer on me right now? I'm not a dermatologist, but do you know who is? Yeah. Your dermatologist. Yes. You gotta get checked, girl. Do I? Yes! Everybody has to get checked. See the big C today.